When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask. No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Your computer is going to kill you in your sleep. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So toward the end of uh, today's Armstrong and Getty show, we got on to the singularity. It actually came up with my son yesterday. We were riding in the car. When computers um, get smarter than people and are smart enough to program themselves, it is an event called the Singularity. And and my son immediately jumped in as a nine-year-old said, and that's when they'll kill us all and take wow. over the world, which is, I just thought it was interesting that that's where his mind went. That's where a lot of the books and movies about this sort of thing go also. There's just this assumption it will happen. I think because we're assigning... Uh, human needs and desires to computers that don't exist. But um, so I, I went to a couple of different websites about the singularity. It is pretty mind blowing. Um, it will reach a point, and this particular guy thinks it's going to be 2045. But all of the predictions are, uh, you know, in my lifetime, if I live to be an old man, um, God will see it happen. Uh, by 2045, this guy, for instance, thinks, and some people think it's a lot earlier. Computers will um, know everything that the human mind is capable, every human mind is capable of knowing and and have it all and can transfer it to each other around the world instantaneously Mm. and then can increase their abilities um, infinitely at an in a blink of an eye. I mean, it'll just it will overtake our concept of what can even happen. It will be able to learn from itself just a a gazillion times faster than human beings have ever been able to think and immediately improve itself. And nobody knows what that will look like. Won't it hit a glass ceiling or some sort of a silicon ceiling pretty quickly? I mean, if it can be so smart, if it can learn all that is knowable that quickly, it will learn all that is knowable. And then you have to engage in experimentation. Yes. But yes. So research. If if computers know, for instance, everything every scientist knows about doing research, it can conduct every experiment that could possibly be conducted in a blink of an eye, taking all the information. I mean, it just... It well, can... I, I just happen to watch an experiment on the YouTube, because that's what I do with my time on YouTube, Jack. I watch science. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. They were giving... They were, they were having monkeys perform tasks, then they give them a, a little uh, bite to eat. How's a computer going to do that? Is my laptop going to do that? What, is it going to hurl it somehow? Open and close real well, fast? Well, the computers would probably know monkey behavior, too. They'll just they'll know everything there is to know and be able to uh, build themselves and learn more about building themselves just a billion times faster per, per second than anything has ever been done before. Where could it end? If human beings have the ability, for instance, to learn how to send a man to Mars, computers with our knowledge plus theirs could figure that all out in a millisecond. Right. And then and then start building the equipment to pull it off. So it does occur to me that if my laptop is in league with all the rest of the computers in the world, they probably could figure out how to hack into the command and control of like an advanced um, uh, plant, robotic plant, like maybe a car plant or whatever, and build themselves arms or, or monkey testing robots themselves or whatever. Right. So 
Why are yeah, your I, what, I, why are your computers so fascinated with monkeys? That's just the last <laughs> thing I saw. <laughs> well, you know, I think you were of, looking at monkey videos, yeah. and you accidentally <laughs> stumbled upon a sign. You were watching a monkey wash a cat, and then the linked video was science. Have you been looking at my search history, sir? <laughs> One of the more interesting kind of influx points of these things are so, uh, Elon Musk is working on this thing called Neuralink, and it's it's a way to get the knowledge of the computers that we've talked about once they uh, once computers have the knowledge of everything and can share it with other computers uh, instantaneously across the planet. He's working on a computer human brain interface. That allow that would essentially allow us to access that information as well Whew. in that same sort of. You'd go crazy if you had all an that. Apple inf- from the tree of knowledge, are you? Yeah, yeah. no uh, kidding. Yep. You'd go uh, crazy if you had uh, all that information. Maybe that's what the, the 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 story of Adam and Eve, the book of Genesis, was all about. The singularity could be. Huh? Well, you remember um, Hal in two thousand one, the Space Odyssey. Hal, the master him. computer. You know, he wanted to kill all the astronauts on board when mm. they said they were going to disconnect him. I don't understand. That never makes any sense to me because computers don't care if they live or die. They don't have it. But they, but they have programming. Uh, orders of operations, right. right? It is. I am a computer. It is my job to calculate these numbers. Right. Anything that is. That gets in the way of me calculating these numbers. This Must is be bad. killed and eaten. Right, right. right. Or, or if if you give it obstacles to calculating the numbers, it's going to try to figure out a way around those obstacles. If computers decided that their number one goal is, and I don't think anybody knows what they would decide, um, but if they decided their number one goal was always the most rational thing, the smartest thing to have happen the most efficient thing that's it ah. if, if they be if their focus was always the most efficient thing computers could easily decide that human beings are inefficient for the planet True. whether it's global warming yep. or crowding or eating food or whatever follow me around for an hour you'll right. see inefficiency so if we're making <laughs> if we're making one of these super smart computers and our objective is hey computer it is up to you to figure out how we stop global warming right and the computer uh-huh. runs the numbers and they say well the easiest most effective way to stop global warming come is here. to come eliminate here a little humans. Closer to the right. just a bit closer <laughs> right <laughs> is to remove all humans and, and then jabs you in the eye wraps <laughs> the mouse cord around your neck and pulls it um, restart! Restart! But Control what, all delete. But before before they start killing us, but wouldn't this be true if you believe human beings have the capability of curing cancer? I believe that. Yep. Sure they do. Coming down the line. Computer would take all the knowledge that human beings have, be able to do what human beings are going to do over decades or centuries. Yep. They'd do it in a blink of an eye. Presumably. Anything human beings could accomplish, they'd accomplish in a millisecond. Yeah, except for the actual, like, uh, trials. They, would they might probably have to still do experiments. Have to, but they could tell you, you need to uh, do a trial with 57 people, make it these people, um, and then at the end of it, I'll tell you whether this works or not. Yeah. There would still have to be exploration done, but yeah, the the non-grunt work parts of it, yeah, and, they could do if, if computers if computers can figure everything out, well, oh, here, here's another good one. If human beings have the ability to write... Game of Thrones, and computers taking all the knowledge human beings have, will they be able to write just the greatest art that's ever existed? They just they automatically just crank out hmm. fantastic stuff that's interesting so to human beings. You guys probably haven't stumbled across this, but there's a, a bit of a trend for for uh, machine learning freaks where they, I, I gave this, I, I made this AI 
watch every single Friends episode that's ever been made, and then I told it to write what it thought a Friends script is. Right. And then so and and none of them are very good. They all hit the the basic same tropes that you recognize from the shows if you see it. Joey's dumb. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but I think there's an interesting thing where. Ross should be killed. People. That was, <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Long-time listeners of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hope you enjoyed that, That's, folks. that's your singularity. Yeah. yeah. So people can't write Game of Thrones. George R.R. R. Martin, a single version of the subset of people, was able to do that. Uh, I don't... I think those are the sort of things that go away with machine learning. Everything becomes just the the most middle of the road, efficient, basic thing. Unless there's more of a cause and effect to uh, coming up with art than we we can grasp. Computers might be able to grasp it if they take in 7 billion people and the way their brains work. If then, then, uh, for art, they figure out. I don't know. It's... And and whatever, reading this thing about the singularity, whatever the world's smartest computer knows in the morning, it's going to know a billion times more by nighttime. Just and so, where does that go? Well, again, then by tomorrow at ten a.m., it's going to be bored to tears. I mean, it knows everything, or everything that can be known given the data we have. And it doesn't and have what the, is it to and play it video games. Right. That would be ironic. It doesn't have the desire for pleasure, so it doesn't. It's not going to enjoy a sunset or sex or raising children or whatever. Right. So what's what's its what's its goal going to be? Let's go over the numbers again. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, I don't know. It's mind blowing. It is a bit of a, a mind bleep. And the concern is nobody knows what these computers, which will be all powerful at that point, um, what what they will do. Everybody's guessing. Should we unplug it all? I'd be all for unplugging it all, and then you just don't have to worry about it. Let's do it now. Turn it off. Let's go back to the way things were about 1990. Just leave it there. Prehistory. Yeah. Back when Donald Trump was declaring real estate losses that were later completely misinterpreted by the media. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, how- do, you, do you think this is just fanciful stuff, fun for conversation, or actually going to happen? I think it's, I don't see how it doesn't happen. You know, my gut is that it's, my gut feeling is that it'll be a little like Y2K. That there will be a great deal of conversation about it, but it'll go pretty fine. Um, well, I don't know. If you're coming up on Singularity, they figured out that it turns out we've crunched the numbers. Thursday at three o'clock, computers will be uh, all knowing, smarter than human beings, and able to program themselves. I think you got to unplug it at that point. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs> At that point, it's too late. Might be. Well, that's part of the... Part or of the, is it? Right. That is the question right. before us. Part of the whole point of singularity is you've crossed a line where there's no coming back. Right. Computers can now build themselves, program themselves. There's no coming back from this for human beings. If they decide to go off in a squirrely direction, they think the world would be better with no oxygen or humans or whatever. We're uh, done. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. It's the point at which there are no breaks anymore, mm-hmm. so you better know which way you're pointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then perhaps a planet of the apes. I can <laughs> back to the apes. It's too many monkey videos. Yeah, oh, really? I think I think it's at least at what you can first they laugh at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's worth observing that the apes I don't think employed any computers in the old Planet of the Apes movies or the new ones. Did they? Did your mom rock you to sleep watching the Bonzo movies? Is that what happened? While you were breastfeeding, so you got some sort of Freud monkey mom thing going? It's a pretty decent theory. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. Apes will one day be our overlords. You laugh if you want. How about humor? Computers should be able to take in all of the ability that human beings have for humor and craft the 
best jokes of all time. Sure. Priest, a rabbi, and a imam walk into a bar. I mean, seriously, they should be able to figure out timing from the very best that ever do, and you just and come up with stuff that you just you're you're crying all day long. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about music. I mean, there's plenty of formulaic music out there, and it's effective. Mm-hmm. It works. Um, I was on the Singularity.com, which is, but there's a ton of stuff on this online. If you're if you're into it and you want to read more about it, I know there've been good books written and everything like that. But everybody's guessing, so I don't know. You know, I hate to be Kent Brockman from The Simpsons, who welcomed our ant overlords. <laughs> but I've got a bit of a, well, I don't know. I can't make it happen. I can't stop it from happening. I guess I'll just wait and see. And, you know, if if, if my laptop comes for me, I'll either shoot it or myself, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I think we're slowly becoming a technological butterfly. I, I think we're caterpillars right now. We don't really know what's going on. We're We're wrapping ourselves in a cocoon of technology. And eventually we're just going to have stuff implanted and our glasses are going to be doing the computing for us. And I won't have to remember people because a, a little text reminder will pop up when I look at Joe. Well, Joe yes, Getty, he's a yes, coworker. Please. Yeah. But what will we do all day long? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I think without a purpose, we all kill ourselves. So. Yes. And each other. Mm-hmm. Like rats in a cage. Well, we would still have or apes in a planet. Like I, I, we would still be people, and we would have jobs, and we'd have rent that we would have to pay. Like I don't think this stuff or necessarily would we? goes away. The I mean, singularity they, computers—they'll figure it out. Right. They'll run the economy for us. We'll be fat Perfect. cats. We we'll be like lords and ladies with the the serfs, the stupid serfs doing our work for us. Huh? Do simple things like crosswords and stuff. Exactly. You know? yeah. All day, every day. You want instant entertainment? Whistle. That's what I say. <laughs> Eller's always fornicating. Hmm. Who's with me? Well, I guess that's it. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask. No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part.